The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I got praise report for you. Last Friday, April 2nd, we celebrated Jesus, our Passover lamb, and we were joined in via live stream by about 20 pastors or ministries and Freedom Fellowship Church's ministry team in the Philippines. Our outreach team asked permission from the drug rehabilitation clinic and two prisons in Mindanao in General Santos City area. If the inmates and those that are in rehab, if they will be able to join us in celebrating Passover with us via live stream. So they got permission and our group prepared the meal and the elements for the Passover celebration. And I ministered to those that were in prison and in drug rehabs about our Lord Jesus as the Passover lamb, and 151 got saved. We were joined in by pastors all over the Philippines and some here in the state of Texas, and one ministry in United Arab Emirates joined us. Could you imagine they have to stay awake at 1.30 in the morning just to celebrate Jesus with us? Here in the United States, we are so spoiled. Sometimes, oh, the traffic, it's too far, it's too cold, it's too hot. There, they were very, very excited to do it. So this is what celebrating Jesus as our Passover lamb is all about. And Jesus was able to express his love to his people. And that is the best offering we can give him, getting people saved. I'll say that the group did a wonderful job in helping with the preparation, and we had a good time. And during the Resurrection Sunday, there is a man who walked in in our service and had a different intention, and he looked lost. Because I know the Holy Spirit or the angels led him in our service. And God touched him in a very special way. When I was prophesying to him, his eyes got so big. He was wondering, how do I know things about him? That is the Holy Spirit. His life has never been the same again. And of course, the Lord being Lord, this man got delivered from addiction, nicotine, and some other physical issues. Yes, the Lord healed him, delivered him, and he got restored. We serve a mighty God. And today, if you're sick, get up and receive your healing in Jesus' name. Amen? If we continue to focus on the things of God instead of negative things that are happening in our country, we were going to see the salvation of our Lord. We're going to see the turning around of this country. But if we continue to be negative 
and say negative things, we get angry, frustrated, and depressed. And we don't want that. We are the light of the world because of Christ Jesus. So let us put Jesus Christ front and center, and I guarantee you, in spite of the darkness, the light shines through all the time. John chapter 1, verse 4. The Lord Jesus is still delivering people. Revival or great awakening is still happening all over this country, in the state of California, in Texas, all across the country. God is moving. Focus on that. Focus on what God is doing. He is not going to move the way you want him to move. He will not share his glory. Now, between the Passover and Pentecost, the Pentecost, which will be May 16, we have instruction, and our instruction is still the same. I shared them with you before, and I'm going to repeat them again. Do not give in to pride. Do not give in to fear, unbelief, and jealousy. Focus on him. Follow the instruction to the letter. Do not continue to commit sin, and do not take advantage of other people. Do not wrong anyone, and if you did, make necessary corrections and restitutions. Amen? And return what you have stolen or taken from others. God will make a way that you don't have any more trouble, but you have to return what you have stolen because they will continue to be a stumbling block and a snare to you. You will not be able to receive the blessings that God has for you if you're not going to make the correction. Face the responsibility. Leviticus chapter 25, verse 17. Do not take advantage of each other, but fear your God. I am the Lord your God. James chapter 5, verse 4. Look. The wages you failed to pay the workmen who mowed your fields are crying out against you. What are they crying out? The harvest. The unpaid wages are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. There will be a transfer. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 10, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. You know what? As soon as I will be able to travel overseas, I will be on my way to conduct healing crusades, leadership training, prophetic school, business school, and others as the Lord directs. I focused on praying, prophesying, for our country since March of last year after I returned from the Philippines. Me and Joshua traveled to Arizona and Nevada, prophesying and praying, walking on the grounds, our assignment from the Lord. We drove to Washington, D.C. to release verdict, prophecy with Mike, Joshua, and Erica. I traveled to Washington, D.C. twice in a span of four weeks, I believe. And we went to Alabama, Georgia, and other states, and we prayed and we prophesied. I am still standing and believing 
that those prophecies directed by the Lord, those verdict and prayers, have already been answered, and it's just a matter of time before they are fully manifested. Glory to God. In the meantime, we will continue to train leaders via video conference and live streaming. And last year, we trained hundreds of leaders. It is the seed of United States of America. It is a seed of Texas. It is a seed of Freedom Fellowship Church and our partners. And we continue to sow these seeds. And we will continue to equip the body of Christ. We continue to make disciples of all nations. There is a greater hope for this country. So don't focus on the negative. Turn off that television if you can't handle it. And if you can, zip those negative words so that negative words will not come out from your mouth. This country is going to turn around. Number one, because the Lord planned a greater work for this country. United States of America is about ready to step into his greater destiny. Number two, the Lord will always remember the covenant of our founding fathers and those who have died and made sacrifices and obeyed God that have gone before us. God will remember the covenant that this nation will be under God. Number three, in spite of all our faults, we still the financier in preaching the gospel. We're still financing the Great Commission. And number four, we continue to make disciples and we continue to win the lost. So we have a lot, we have a lot of seeds. That is why this country is not being judged the way we deserve. Because God is merciful and he's looking upon you and I to continue in obeying the Great Commission. We all need to do what we can and obey the leading of the Holy Spirit. While today is still called today, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Before it is too late, we have golden opportunities before us, and year 2021 is still declared as a year of victory for the body of Christ. Let us focus on him. And this is my prayer, and I continue to pray this. In Colossians chapter 1, starting with verse 10, all the way through 12. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way. Did you hear that? So that we may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have a great endurance and patience and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. And this is important. Verse 13. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. We are already being rescued from the dominion of darkness. 
So we will endure. We will overcome. We will implement God's ways of doing things. We will be victorious and God gets all the glory. Jesus Christ, our Passover lamb, rescued us from the fires of hell, from afflictions, and the just punishment of our sins. He took it. He gave us life, and because of him, we are adopted into the household of God. Even though we are in this world, we are not of the world. Because just like what Colossians 1.13 says, Jesus rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Don't focus on the darkness, come into the light and will never focus on darkness again. We are operating and we must continue to operate in the kingdom of our God, applying his ways of doing things and teaching others to do the same. Listen, judgment the dealing of the Lord will cover the earth. Everything that will be shaken will be shaken. It is not the wrath of God, so that the things of God will remain. Hebrews twelve twenty seven. Why is that? Like I said, it is not the wrath of God. God does not enjoy in the punishment of the wicked. But it is the season of harvest for all of us, good and bad. And the mercy and the faithfulness of our God is giving mankind, especially Christians, opportunities to change their ways and for the lost to receive and accept him as their Lord and Savior. For us Christians who considered ourselves mature, we ought to know better, especially the spiritual leaders. If you and I do not respond to corrections as the Holy Spirit is convicting us even now, and if you do not make the necessary corrections, the dealings of the Lord will not pass over you. You will be judged with the rest of the world. And this is not a harsh thing when we consider our loving God, but because of His mercy, he is giving you and I a chance to repent, to make restitution or correction. And you know, for many of you pastors or leaders who became the enemy of the gospel because you are clinging to the old tradition and your man-made doctrines, if you repent, you might not retain or keep your position in the kingdom, in your position of leadership, but still... You will be saved from hell and from eternal life without God. You will still be saved. That is the mercy of God. So do not harden your hearts. Call me at 210-695-1630 on Saturdays. And on Sunday, call me at 210-396-7891. I will continue to share prophecies with you, revelations, and teachings from the Holy Spirit and as I said before, I will not hold back. Just as I mentioned earlier, I might not renew the contract for this station for another year. I want to continue to explore and pray to air this program to other countries where it is most needed, where people are desperate for training 
and I might change the format of this broadcast just specifically for them. I will continue to evangelize, that is for sure. But we have a lot of available means here in the United States, especially even here in the state of Texas. And sometimes we take a lot of things for granted. But in other countries where many households, their communication or their line or connection between the, the other ministries is only through radio, it is most needed. In a lot of remote areas, it is the only source they have to hear the gospel and get trained. Once we helped finance the gospel, that is our members and partners, what we do, all our work becomes a seed for this country, for the state of Texas, and for our family. What God is doing to other nations, if we finance it or if we obey and continue to mentor his people, it is the seed of this country. That is reason number five, why this United States of America will continue to turn around. I remember just an example on what we have to deal with and the challenges and the rewards that we receive from obeying the Great Commission. I remember the late Bishop Fred McBanwa, who is the founder and president of the Evangelical Bishops. He owned and some managed radio stations in the region of Mindanao. If you're not familiar with the Philippines, that region, the region of Mindanao, is predominantly Muslim. And I held a pastor's conference in that area where one of the radio stations is located. He found out too late that I was in the area training the pastors and leaders. I met with him upon my return from the trip, and he told me, that he had wished he had known that I was in the area and he could have given me 24-hour access and that I can minister 24-7, five days a week, as long as I want, to the people of God in that region and have all the time I want and needed. I was taken aback. He was giving me the whole 24 hours on the radio. And as many days as I want to. So I asked him, well, Bishop, what happened to the other programs scheduled? You're all going to cancel them? It was a remote area. And he told me that the manager or the host of that radio station have been evangelizing on the air and many Muslims are getting saved. So the Islamic leaders warned this minister to stop preaching Jesus or they were going to find him and kill him. And he continued to hold evangelism and Muslims continued to get saved. And one day, armed men came to the radio station and sprayed him with bullets and everybody else. Thank God when they came in, it was late at night, so the workers are not there anymore. So many pastors and Christians, leaders, would not dare to evangelize or would not dare to broadcast on that radio. And here is Bishop Fred, who was really convinced that I can handle the pressure and the threats or the danger and will evangelize. Thanks a lot.
But what a compliment. Because Bishop Fred knew and he was convinced that Jesus will protect me because he still has a need of me. He knew that I will be protected even if they come. He knew that the Lord is going to warn me because it's not my time. And the Lord still has a need of me here on earth. So I laugh about it. It's one of my favorite memories of him and a story to tell. So I'm telling you now. So some of you, you still have problem or issue whether women should preach or not preach. If you have those problems, why don't you go in that area and evangelize the Muslims? Since you are so high and mighty and you know everything, go and evangelize the Muslim people like we do here, like I do. Go to Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, and I guarantee you, if our Lord Jesus Christ is not sending you and you have other God and Lord, you are not going to be protected and you are going to see your maker sooner than expected. And if you're a Christian and you had a chance to repent before you die, then I will see you in heaven. And I will personally receive your apologies. Who knows? We might be neighbors in heaven. God has a good sense of humor, you know. And it's going to be a godly, holy, sweet revenge on my part. Isn't that awesome? I'll continue to pray for you. But I'm not going to listen to those nonsense because in the kingdom of our God, if you're operating in the kingdom, there is neither Jews nor Greek, slave nor free, male or female. We are all a part of the body of Christ. So attend to your post, and I will attend and focus in doing my job. Deal? For your information, I already ministered and trained to thousands of pastors in that area alone. And many pastors who attended those training because it's free, they traveled for days or they drove for long hours and some of them on foot just to get trained and equipped, just to experience the power of God. My life got changed seeing their hunger and their desperation for the things of God. And God always shows up. And he loved on them. Being a part in that, God's empowering his people, it is heaven on earth. When you see pastors crying because God loves on them and they realize that God called them and that they're special, it's heaven on earth. And if you support this ministry, then that is also your seeds. Now that I skin you alive, let me pray for you. Holy Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against all forms of cancer, all kinds of diabetes and skin diseases in the name of Jesus. Be gone from God's people right now in Jesus' name. I bind all pain and Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for restoring your son and your daughter's organs. Thank you, Lord, for restoration and healing of broken bones. I command the muscles to get strengthened. I bind the spirit of depression and suicide in the name of Jesus. I come against all 
kinds of oppressive spirits that are tormenting God's people in Jesus' name come out of them right now. I speak deliverance upon you and I come against all kinds of addictions in Jesus' name. And I dress you, you wicked men. If you ever lay your hands again on your wife or any member of your family, you will lose the use of that arm. Did you hear me? Or even if you use your feet to kick them, you're going to lose the use of that foot or feet. Do you hear me? And you, you are a wicked mother. Stop hurting your children right now. Yes, I am addressing you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I speak the manifestations of the guardian angels for all these children that are being abused right now in the name of Jesus and heavy dealings be upon the abusers in Jesus name. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.